to another episode of Tough Men of Faith. R.T. Stringer's here. I'm here. You ready to go? Yeah, I think so. Every time we do one of these, it seems like we end up uh, redoing our opening like five or six times. So now we're on time number two tonight. I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> this but one's good to go. It's like we both start laughing the whole time and Blake's counting down and, you know. <laughs> here we go. Let's, uh... Did you have a good week? I'm having a great week, yeah. Good. You? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah? It's early. It is early. <laughs> so, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so far. What so are we, far, not bad. What are we doing? Go ahead. I think we're going to jump into a little mini-series. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Kind of hit on one chapter, one book of the Bible, and just kind of work our way through it. Going to look at eight verses. Eight so verses. Gonna, I think it's, I don't know how long, probably four episodes. I think so. Try to do two verses a week. Yeah. I had a friend of mine actually request this uh, last season. Okay. You know, I, I do enjoy listening to the podcast. What would you guys think about doing something like this? And, uh, you know, I'm not saying I'm open to all of everyone's ideas, but uh, maybe a few of them. Yeah. Send your ideas to Nick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> His cell phone number is. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to Old Testament. Yep. We're going to Ecclesiastes, chapter three. Let's do it. You want to read? So we're going to do eight verses. Yeah. Over four weeks, about four weeks. Yep. You want to read the first eight verses? I will. You ready? Only eight verses we're looking at. Yeah. Here go we ahead. go. To everything there is a season and a time, to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. Now, I have never, I've never preached, um, I don't think I've ever preached from this book. Really? Yeah, so this is new for me here. Don't you use this book quite a bit? I use, okay, so I use this uh, this passage. Okay, I'm sorry, this passage. At fu- almost almost every funeral I do, I read this at the graveside right before we lower the casket. Okay. So if I outlive you, yeah, then you're gonna... which I don't think is going to happen, oh, just know... We'll see. Before they lower your casket, I'll probably read this passage for you. I, I can't wait. I thought you'd do like the dust to dust and ashes to ashes thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that one in there too. What it's, if I get cremated? Then you have to do it that way. The, the dust to dust? Well, you just <laughs> tell me what you want. Just go, go ahead. Um... <laughs> okay. It's like but, the movie Pulp Fiction. Did you watch that? I have not seen that. That's no. probably a good thing. Yeah. but What's the verse he says right before he kills someone every time? Is Pulp Fiction like a Bible movie? <laughs> uh, loosely based, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I, by the look Blake's giving me over here, I'm, I think you're lying to me, so I'm not going to watch it. Okay, Back yeah. to this. All right, so <laughs> this passage, I, I, I do read it at funerals just because I think there's so much truth there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, because really a funeral's for... It's for the people there. Yeah, it's not for the person that's already passed. Yeah. Yeah, so this book, uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, we, I probably should have some more studying. Probably written, I say probably, most people agree it's written by King Solomon. Yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah, I have. Wisest man to ever live. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's you? Or? No, it's not. <laughs> definitely not me. Uh, he calls himself a preacher in the book. It's like the way he kind of calls himself. Yeah. Written before 900 BC. So we're going back a few years. Yeah. Um, he was a king. And he talks about the book like vanity of vanities, like everything's vanity. Yeah. He's saying 
He has everything. So you got to think. Yeah, he had everything. Had right? everything. Richest man around. Yeah. He had money. He had nice places to live. Anything he wanted, he could just buy. Yep. So like for me, I could just go out and buy my Ford Raptor today. Right. <laughs> and your Ford GT. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, all of that. Yeah. I could just go out and buy it right away. Right. Um, the other thing he had is he had he had all the women. Yeah, you'd have multiple girlfriends. No, no see, that's not what I'm no. <laughs> inside your vehicle no, for no, you to no. come and drive them around. No, <laughs> no, that that's not what I was saying. But he had he yeah. had money and women right. and everything that he had multiple women in his chariots waiting on him to get there. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm getting off that. Sorry. But here's the thing. Yeah. I, I think what he's trying to tell us is that he had everything he everything the world would say you would want. Yeah. All of the worldly values. And you would, you'd feel accomplished or you've arrived. Right. He's like, it's all vanity. Like, it's all meaningless. <laughs> Which is great because it is. It is. Yeah. But even in our minds, we don't – like the Powerball, whatever it was. I don't play the lottery, but a few weeks ago, it was like billions of dollars yeah. or something stupid. We didn't win. Yeah, we did not. We're yeah. still doing the podcast. Still we didn't doing the win. podcast. Uh, yeah. But I was thinking, man, if I had all that, right. life would be good. Yeah, it'd be different. It'd be different. Oh. But Solomon's saying, nope, it's all vanity. Like, even if you get all that, it's still going to seem meaningless. Okay. Do you not agree with him? I agree with him to a degree. Okay. It's just going to make, the Powerball's going to make life easier. But it uh, is all vanity. It's going to make life different. I don't know about easier. Yeah, I think it's going to make it easier. Well, money does make some things easier, right? Yeah. I mean, there is, but like, I would say that's more when you're a good financial steward. Like, it's easier for me now because I can pay my electric bill every month. Absolutely. Where if I go back a few years ago, there's a time when that was a real struggle for me. Yeah. So yes. Yep. Which makes my marriage better because my wife's not worried about the electricity being turned off. Yeah, exactly. So, which for me, I thought was a good thing. We'd have to cuddle close. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she didn't look at it that way. Right. Uh, which led to less cuddling, um, which I should probably not talk about my wife. I'm going to let you do say the stupid stuff. I'm I, that... trying to get away from that too. Uh, <laughs> okay. My wife's kind of been beating me a little bit here lately. And Do you not feel safe at home? I feel pretty safe at home, yeah. but it's, you know, it's her home, so... It is her house. Um, we've been through this. Yeah, yeah, we've been through this, and I just don't want to get the boot from her house. Yeah, um, I, don't want the, I don't want you on my couch, because right. you probably yeah. wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah. um, so, okay, back to this. Yep. So, saying all this vanity, I was thinking of it this way, is that I remember when I was 18, I wrote down the goals for my life. Okay. Like, And I carried them in my wallet. Everywhere I went, I had them. Yeah. They went something like this. I wanted to complete college. Okay. I wanted to uh, become an Army officer. Okay. I wanted to finish grad school. And then I wanted to be a pastor and get married. Okay. So at 18, I had to figure it out. I carried it around. Yeah, you pretty much done all that, right? The problem is I did all that by the time I was 25. Great. So you had to say write up new goals. <laughs> so then I remember one day, like, looking back, it's like, I've accomplished everything I set out to accomplish in life. <laughs> and I'm 25 years and you're old. 25. <laughs> and it's not like like a great, like, that I did great because now it's like, look at me, what all I've done. I was like. You're an this... army officer at 25? Yeah. And then I was like, this okay. is all, like, meaning, like, it doesn't really mean that much. Like I thought I would feel yeah. different when I got married or when I, I mean, marriage is great, but right, I thought that great. like I would have arrived, man, I'm. Look at listen, you, you're going listen, off the rails today. I thought that life would look like this be so fulfilling once I did all these things. Right. And I had it wrote down. I'd worked so hard for it for, it seemed like eternity, but for yeah. seven years or whatever it was. Yeah. And I look back, I'm like, no, it's not. Like this is, there has to be more to life than these things. Right. And so I think that's what Solomon's saying. Hey, I've accomplished everything that the world would think you should accomplish. And yeah. it's still meaningless. That's yeah, something we could, someone we could really learn from. Learn through someone who's been through it. So yeah. <laughs> I just feel like you're just sitting over there laughing at me. Today, I'm right? not. I'm watching uh, me dig. I'm taking deeper. a lot of things in right now. Okay. You know. Okay. Well, I, I look forward to using this passage at your funeral. So great. I can't wait to die <laughs> so you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, stay out of the attics. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, if you die this week, I'm going to uh, regret saying that. But <laughs> For a short while. That's true. I might have a really good life insurance by then. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Do you tithe off life insurance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ask the wife. Okay. If I die, okay. ask her if she ties 10%. <laughs> From the life insurance payout. All right, so here's what's going on in this passage. Back to the passage. He puts things together, like opposites. Yeah. He puts, hey, there's a time to die. A time to be born. A time to be born. There's a time for peace. There's a time for war. And so he starts out the passage with saying there's different seasons in life. Right. I think is what he's saying. So I think he's saying timing is everything. Timing is everything. So there's a time to be born and a time to die. Right. Which can sound depressing. Sounds like a Beatles song. Does it? A little bit. (laughs) I don't... I don't, I, I don't know if I ever listened to the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've heard a couple of their songs, okay. but yeah, I don't. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so a time to be born, a time to die. Yep. So he's saying, hey, there is a time when you're going to die. Yep. So I think we need to make sure that, that we live with that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. We need to, uh, and to be ready for that. Yeah, because <laughs> life goes quick, right? Yeah, I mean, really quick. I mean, can you believe how old you are now? Uh, 30s. Yeah, yeah, late 30s. Late 30s. Yeah. <laughs> it gets harder to say once you get out of the 30s even, I think. Does so. it? Yeah, I okay. speak from experience. Okay. <laughs> Just slightly over 30s. Okay, so it starts out saying, hey, you guys need to realize that your time's coming when you're going to die. Yeah. So it's almost, there's another place in Ecclesiastes. He talks about living with the backdrop of eternity. I've always liked looking at it that way, that yeah. eternity's coming. Right. So what you do now matters for eternity. So are you good? Like, how are you living now? Yep. And are you prepared? Are you prepared? So you, it leads uh... to his next verse. Yep. Where it says, there's a time to plant and a time to pluck which is planted. Yeah. Any thoughts Pluck. on that verse? Pluck. Pluck with a P. Yeah. So Sorry. he says there's a it's time. It sounded like you said the first time. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me work on this. Yeah. There's a time to plant and a time to pluck yep. that which is planted. Right. Right. It kind of goes into the same as, it, you know, a time to be born and a time to die. It you, does. You know, you're, you're sowing your seeds and then you're harvesting. You're, you know, you're, you're plucking what is planted mm-hmm. and uh, kind of the same. I was even thinking about it, it. But if you don't plant or depending on what you plant. Yeah. You may not like what you harvest. Exactly. And we kind of talked about this at church yesterday. We did. <laughs> and it's kind of just rolling into it's it. It's funny. But... It's like three three different times in the last uh, 24 hours, yeah. 48 hours, we've talked about this. Maybe God's trying to tell you something. I need to make sure that I'm planting something good to pluck it later. Yes. Yeah. Or, or harvest or works harvest. as well. Yes. Uh, so let's make sure that you are... Putting good seeds in the ground. Putting good seeds in the ground. Yeah. So that so you harvest. So there's a good harvest later on. The right thing. I, that's such a great concept to think about. Yep. Because, I mean, yesterday we talked about it in a lot of different areas. Driving home, I realized I may have offended a few people. With, what happens? Well, uh, with the fat joke. I wouldn't, it wasn't a fat joke. I just said that a lot of times. It was just nine people turned around and looked at me. Is, that's when they looked at you, that's right? That's one of the times that they looked at me. Yeah. I wasn't being mean. I know. And I don't think you were really calling me out, per se. No. Here's all I said. <laughs> but they thought that you were. Well, here, let me tell yeah. you. I, I just said that many times. <laughs> And we're using this concept. Your eyes just drifted from my eyes down to my gut, back up yeah. to my eyes again. Thank you. I was saying there's this concept. I'll start wearing baggier shirts in here. Go ahead. Listen, you yeah. don't want me to say this, do you? All I said was there's this concept yeah. that I believe it's a biblical principle. Whatever you plant, that's what you're going to harvest. Absolutely. So I used the concept of you if did. you plant beans, you're going to harvest beans, beans. not bananas. Right. Is if what you I plant said. donuts... You're going to harvest a fat gut, is what you okay. said. Okay, and that, you know, I and, should have used that yesterday. And I love donuts, and you know yeah. this. You have a brother-in-law that, that works at Krispy Kreme. Yeah. And I send him pictures every time, <laughs> every time I support my friend's small business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or so I say, I send him a picture. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I just said that a lot of times we look back in life. Right. And for 20 years, you you haven't been, not talking about you, but yeah. someone, right. not been exercising, yeah. eating fast food all the time, visiting yep. the uh, donut shop all the time. Right. And then after 20 years, you find yourself really overweight right. and you're having a lot of health problems. Yeah. And then we look to God and say, God, why are you doing this <laughs> Yeah, why to did me? you do this to me? Why am I suffering, God? Why am <laughs> yeah. I going to the doctor and he's telling me all these things are wrong with me? And we blame God as if it's his fault. Right. It's like, well, for 20 years... Yeah. You've loved McRibs and donuts. Exactly. And not exercising, and you enjoy playing video games three yep. to four hours a day. Yeah, you tried every fried crap there is at the state fair. Yeah, you love uh, the state you fair. Then you had a dozen of them, and <laughs> I think I just offended someone. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then you wonder why, you know, yeah. you're not so, the healthiest later in life. <laughs> that's, see, that's all I was saying yesterday. Right. And then people got to start texting me. Yeah. Were you talking about me? <laughs> nope. But if the shoe fits. Right. <laughs> or it doesn't. Or it or doesn't, doesn't fit. Because <laughs> you have fat feet because you eat crap food. But Sorry, it's, not, it's not just health. <laughs> yeah. We talked about marriage. Right. If you don't invest in your marriage. Right. And you go home every night. You don't spend time talking to your wife. You, right. I don't know, yeah. play you video just, games. Yeah, you watch or, TV or you play video games. And yeah, you're not you know, connecting with your wife. Yeah, don't expect to connect uh, in another connect, way. Yeah, exactly. Right? Don't, don't you, expect any connections. Yeah. I think all the guys know what you mean by connection there. I think so. If not, we could really spell it out for them. We could. This, uh, I gave you. No, I didn't give you a number out earlier. Yeah, that's Shoot good. Nick a, face, uh, Nick a Facebook message. And I think he's talking about the sex. Um, yeah. You know, there's guys here listening. It's okay. Are, yeah. And we're married. Well, the guys that are listening probably are, mostly are married, and it's okay. Some, even if they're not, they may be someday. Yeah. So they need to know how to treat a woman. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Okay. But, no, but no, 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 no. I don't want to move on yet. This real okay. quick. Let me, yeah. cl- let me clarify a couple let, of things. Go ahead. All right. Here's the deal. You can't expect to have a great marriage if you're not planting the right seed. So if you're looking at porn every night. Wait a minute. Which seed are you planting? I'm, we're going there. <laughs> we went there. If you're, if you're planting porn every night in your marriage, and that's right. what you're looking at. Exactly. How do you expect like to have a great marriage? Right. Because you're not investing in your wife. But right. if you're coming home from work and you are spending time with your wife, and you're... Listening to how her day went yep. and buying her flowers or whatever her love language Investing is. in her and building her up. Yes. You know, but you're showing her how she is the one person that, you know, that has your eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're building her up, putting her on a pedestal. Things, Things happen. get great. Yeah, they, you know. they get better. Yeah, not better. They, they go great. That, that's true. You know, from yeah. a married point of view. I, I agree 100%. Yep. That I wish, which you got to learn. You got to grow into it. Yep. My marriage would have been a lot better at year one than what it is right now, you're 20, if I would have been different. I remember thinking back then, it was always Karen's fault. It's like, yeah. if my wife would, she needs to do this, she needs to stop doing this. Right. And now looking back, like, no, I was a jerk. Yeah. And if I would have treated her differently, my marriage would have been a lot better. Yeah. And if I wanted her to do something, I could have guided her into that direction, but not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically and, what And that's saying, what it is, it's building, it's a relationship, and you're building it together. Yeah. And you're, you're planting. Both, you're both planting, you're both harvesting. Yeah, health, marriage. Any other, uh, yeah, I've been working on this health thing a lot lately. You have? Are you still riding your bicycle? Yeah. Every other night, I ride 10 to 20 miles. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm trying to do something different. Good. The, the third one that there I talked go. about yesterday that really hit me this week is, as I re- alluded to, the Dave Ramsey, uh, he has a new book came out, yeah. Everyday Millionaire. Yeah. But you guys should get it and read it. That was a little depressing to people, I think, because, I mean, even to me, because I remember yeah. I, I shared that 20 years ago, I remember hearing Dave Ramsey live. Right. It's like, if you do these things, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, you'll be a millionaire. Small things. Right. And now you have all these millionaires running around who are this ordinary average people, yep. but they've been following these principles for years. Exactly. So planting the right seeds, 
Yeah. And then eventually you harvest. So I, I yeah. think our problem is we want to. Yeah, they didn't do anything special. They didn't. They just started with small steps. Mm-hmm. And they just kept those small steps going every day. And, yeah, they added on to them. And, you know, and I think that's a good way to look at pretty much all aspects of life. Um, mm-hmm. I think you brought it up. If you just read your Bible for three minutes a day, four days a week, or two days a week, it's more than not reading it whatsoever. If you just listen to a podcast, you know, for guys reaching out to help other guys, if you just listen to, you know, one episode a week for 20 to 30 minutes, yeah. you know. There you go. Um, that's a good plug. Thank you. Tough men of faith. <laughs> yeah. But if you thought about this, this thing that it says there's a time to plant. Yeah. The problem is planting is hard work. It is. So the farmer can't harvest in the fall if he doesn't work really hard in the spring. Right. So we miss a lot of opportunities, I think, to plant because we just don't want to work. I, I get that. Like it's easier to go home and sit and watch YouTube videos all night and not engage with your family or yeah. work for a, a charity or nonprofit or do something meaningful. I mean, look what we're kind of doing here. We're kind of planting mm-hmm. and uh, we're hoping for the harvest one day, you know. Yeah. One day, everyone's going to hopefully kneel at God's feet and praise Him. Yeah. Hopefully, you're there, and uh, hopefully someone has planted in you and invested in you, and, you know, you get the harvest later on. Yeah. It's uh, Thomas Edison said, uh, I wrote this down, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed up in overalls and looks like work. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that good? <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> I, I just applied that to planting. Like, a lot of people miss the opportunity to plant because yeah. it looks, it looks really like hard, hard work. And it is hard work. Yep. Yeah, but I, I think that goes back to kind of start tying this together. It goes back to that first verse of uh, there's a time to die. Right. So there is a time coming when you're going to die, but now's the time to plant. Right. Right. Now's not the time. There's some harvest that will come now. Right. But now's our planting season. Now's our spring. Now's when we get to work really hard. Right. For the backdrop of eternity, which is coming. The exactly. The harvest is coming. So. Yep. Which will be the harvest, the great harvest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to continue to work through this. I hope it's been helpful today. Yeah. It has been for me just to talk to this. Yeah. Through this. It's funny that you can just read that 10 times to yourself, but if you really just get sitting down with somebody and talk to them and just kind of break it down, it's amazing how much more you can get from it. Yeah. Think about easy. Think about this way. I wrote this down too, is that, so we're talking about life's going to be short. You need to work hard. If you know, like your life was going to last eight decades, yeah. or if you know your life is only going to last another eight months, Yeah. what would you be doing right now? Would you want to know uh, what your last day is? No. Really? Would you? No, I don't think so. No, I would I used to say that I would. But it's coming. I think it'd be like a countdown. Yeah, it would be. It'd be just so much that I'd be trying to do, and whatever amount of time it is, I don't think I'd want to know. I'd rather just go. All right, so here's the question. What are you planning now, planting now to get ready for it? Right. Anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. Tune in next week, though, as we kind of dive into this a little deeper and start working on a few more more verses. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to uh, next week. So we'll see you guys then. 